Hello and welcome back to the Sports Brief Podcast. This is Colton Hall, your host, coming at you live uh, from my apartment above the Winter Advocate. Uh, I know it's lame, but people got to get over it. Anyway, uh, we've got a couple of things going on uh, as Tristan drinks from his 100 Seasons uh, Green Bay thing that he just got. Uh, we got a special treat for you. We're joined by Ethan Vober, head coach of the Columb Chaos. Ethan, uh, nice to be here. Thank it's you. Good to have you on. I hate to take you away from you know, promoting your team, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, we also got our, obviously our tr- a trusty co-host, Tristan Rancourt. Thanks for joining us. He's pretty tired. Sorry, that's, that's nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> He's sporting off his uh, Green Bay chain that he just recently got at the State Fair, right? Yes, sir. Okay. All right, so we got a lot of different things to cover tonight, and uh, most of it G-rated, I think. Um, so we're going to get right into this. And it's going to start, uh, oddly enough, I think we were scheduled to start with Clowney, but I think I kind of want to start uh, with Zeke. Because, I mean, it's just such big news, $90 million. I just, uh, honestly, you guys, I, I really wasn't that shocked he was going to say Like, I had a feeling because, dude, if you want to, like, keep up the lifestyle that you have, you're probably going to have to sign at some point, you know? Um, so, I mean, to be honest with you, it didn't really surprise me. Uh, I know Ethan Volber actually kind of wanted to go off on it, so I'll let I'll kind of bring him into this. I uh, commented as soon as I seen the podcast uh, break this news. I, I knew it was going to happen. I was excited to come on here and put myself on the line and say, you know what, he's going to sign it. It's going to be a huge deal. It's going to be great. I'm not a Cowboys fan. I I don't pretend to be. Um, But I I just – I was so disappointed to see that this came out the day of our – I get to come up here and I I get to make my first bold statement on the podcast. And now now no one's going to believe me because this (laughs) – nope, I just read the news, you know, just another guy that can read an article and I didn't didn't say nothing. But I knew it for the – for the record, I knew this. <laughs> oh my God! All right, we'll believe you. Like just, we'll believe you. Uh, you know, uh, I know Tristan. You've uh, you commented immensely about the whole Zeke set, uh, situation. What was your take on it? Um, you know, it didn't really surprise me. We all knew he was going to get a huge deal. Uh, it was just a matter of when. If it was going to be at the beginning of the season, if he was going to um, not play for a couple of weeks and get his big deal a few weeks into the season, but. You know, it didn't surprise me. I think he does deserve to be the highest paid back in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Todd Gurley is a very good running back, but I do think Zeke means more to his team than Todd Gurley. Immensely. Um, you know, take it how you want, but I don't think the, uh, you know, the Rams, they've obviously shown they can do just fine in the air, not on the ground. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think Zeke is more valuable to the Cowboys than Gurley is to the Rams. Yeah. But, um yeah, I'm not. Surpri- doesn't surprise me. I think this is a good thing for uh, running backs all across the league. Uh, Alvin Kamara, we know he's only making, I think, eight hundred thousand this next year. Yeah. And uh, not even a million. And like uh, Barkley, uh, Christian McCaffrey, a lot of good running backs that are going to be really good for the teams. He's paving the way for a lot of those guys to get big contracts too. So I think it's really good for the league. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, it's kind of funny you brought up Elvin Kamara because I'm a guy that sits here and he, let's be honest, I, I think I tried to target him on fantasy, uh, part of Ben Connett's fantasy team. Uh, you know, big shout out to the, the homeboy. But, you know, I um, I wasn't able to, uh, I wasn't able to grab him. I grabbed, uh, who did I grab in the first round? I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Oh yeah, I grabbed Julio Jones and Odell Beckham in back-to-back picks. So I, I shored up my receiving core pretty quickly. But after that, there were really no running backs around because I, was, I thought hopefully Zeke would fall through. I think Zeke did fall through, but I I said that Zeke wouldn't sign, so uh, I guess I kind of I paid for that one in the end. But uh, you know, it's whatever. You just kind of kind of deal with it. But um, at the end of the day, I still think that uh, obviously he's the best running back in the NFL. You, uh, whether it was catching the football or running it, I don't think there was anybody that 
was necessarily shocked to see the man was going to go back home and make a lot of money. Um, let's see here. Uh, you got anything else you want to add, big guy? I just want to know, did, was Devontae Adams gone already when you were picking the uh, receivers? Or? Uh, well, I had the 10th pick, the 10th and the 11th pick oh, to yeah. go into that. So, he was gone. Yeah, he was gone. Okay. So, uh, oh, yeah. I just want to make sure you weren't picking, you know, pretty early, no. 5, 6 or something. No, no. Uh, I just want to go on record in saying that I actually, I drafted Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback. And, and Ben Connett uh, DM'd me on Twitter, and he's like, dude, that had to suck. And I was like, I want to win this thing. What are you talking about, man? I, uh, at the end of the day, I want to do whatever it takes to win. So uh, he's like, I, w- I, drafted, uh, I drafted Dalvin Cook. I, I did too, but I drafted him a little early. I drafted him like the second round. I don't know what's wrong with me, because he could have probably went, you know, fell to the fourth or fifth or sixth round or something. But me being the panicker that I am, like get Delvin cooked. So I, yeah, kind of fudged on that one. But you know what? Life is what it is. Um, let's go into this clowny thing. Um, you know, when J. Davion Clowny was coming out of college, I was, uh, I think I was pretty adamant in saying that he was one of the biggest freaks of nature that the NFL had ever seen and was ever going to see. Um, and during the past couple of seasons, I think he's only had uh, under, I think he's had under career, uh, under 30 career sacks. But Jadavion Clowney, I don't think that it's, uh, his production can be overlooked anyway. He has 29 career sacks in, what is it, five years with the with the uh, Texans. So it's not like he's blowing the league out of the water, but he can do a lot for the Seahawks. And that's one thing I was I was really excited to see for the Seahawks. Um, what, did you, what did you guys think about it? Either one of you can go first. It doesn't matter to me. I, uh, I I thought he was going to be bigger coming into the league. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a disappointment to me right away. I thought he was just going to be a guy that disappeared, honestly. You know, a big name coming out of college and then just kind of just uh, didn't do any favors when he went to the Texans, I guess, which mm-hmm. is whatever. But, you know, I, I think uh, it, it's whatever. It, it sures up Seattle's defense a little bit. He's definitely coming around now. Mm-hmm. Um, then I guess he's earning his keep, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It, um, so I, that's really all I have to say on him. I, he's not, he's not even on my radar. He's not a worry. Uh, I'm fortunate he came to the Seahawks. I hate the Seahawks since, uh, that, um, Tristan probably remembers the fail Mary. Um, yeah. And the, uh, NFC championship game back in, uh, 15 or 16. I think it was 16. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's whatever. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, what do you guys think? What, what do you think, Tristan? I mean, he's got to he's got to bring something to that defense who lost Frank Clark in the off season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think their front seven, their D line and their linebackers are a really really strong group. Obviously, they have Bobby Wagner, probably the, one of the best linebackers in the league. He's a four time All Pro. Oh yeah, he's he's they yeah. Davion Clowney. Uh, they got KJ Wright, Jerron Reed, LJ Collier or Collier. Uh, he was first round pick this year and they got Ziggy Ansah too I don't know correct me if I'm wrong I've never heard of this guy uh, Ziggy uh, Ansah <laughs> I think that's a singer yeah. <laughs> I was pretty sure when he was coming out of college everybody was raving I think it was Mike Mayock was raving about him and the whole oh he's like 6 foot 8 and he can run a four four forty. and I was like my first thought was Okay, nobody ever like really make that guy mad because not only could he physically beat you, uh, you can't outrun him either. So it's like you you just don't really make him mad. But uh, I'm sorry, but go, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, it's, uh, they should have a really good – I would assume Seattle's going to have a very, very uh, solid run defense. Their back end is really a big question still. They don't really have any other star corners in safety anymore. But uh, 
It'll be interesting. I think they'll be. A, he's a solid addition to the group, and they should have. I, I would say I'd probably give him a top ten run defense this year. Yeah, definitely. I would agree with that. Um, Isn't Bobby Wagner like a hundred years old now? He is, but he still gets like 150 tackles a game, like a year. It's like how how is this happening? Um, he still like flies around and kills people. Like I'm just like I feel bad for the running backs that have to come in on a crossing route because they know that or, or they should at least have a life insurance policy when they come across the middle because that guy just annihilates people when he comes into his, when they come into his zone. Um, you know, again, the Clowney thing is I know he hasn't amounted much, but as Ethan has, you know, very clearly said he has done a great job of earning his keep and continuing to get better. Um, and throughout the last, you know, I think it's been the last three seasons, actually. You know, you've got six, nine and a half, and nine sacks. Before that, I mean, he had a four and a half sack season, but that's, you expect a little bit more out of a guy that ran, what, like a four, five, three, forty? But still, he's kind of, he's getting better, and that's the one thing is, you know, and I think he was a number one overall pick, too. So I think that was uh, something that was tough to, uh, kind of tough to gauge because you, you look at a guy and hope that he's going to be just that good. But, at the end of the day, I'm pretty stoked. I think, uh, well, I'm not stoked because I think the Vikings got to play today, Don Clowney, and their Viking, that Vikings offensive line was uh, nothing to write home about. Uh, so, but um, let's see here. So we covered Jaden and Clowney. We got Zeke out of the way there. Uh, you know, I've got, I'm the only Vikings fan represent uh, in the middle of two Packers fans. So I'm pretty sure if I would say anything, at least one would get one punch in before I could do anything. Uh, the thing about the Packers and Vikings, you know, um, Heated rivalry. You know, what are you guys looking forward to the most? And maybe, maybe give me something you've noticed from the Packers in the preseason. Tristan, I know you've covered this, but you know, good measure. We got to talk ahead. about it. Go. Take it away. Uh, I feel bad because you're gonna call me out on it, but I've watched zero preseason Packer game. I've listened. Now wait, so don't yell yet. <laughs> I've listened to the Raider game in uh, Canada. I believe it was right. Yeah. And uh, I, I heard <laughs> it was it was absolutely terrible to listen to. Um, I think we played an okay game, but what I took out of that is apparently we need to stop screwing around and playing overseas. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was an 80-yard field, right? 80, with, yep, 80 field. with no kickoffs. I'm sorry, this is completely off topic. But no, I, no. Uh, it's relevant. So I played on an 80-yard field once. Uh, that was as a junior in high school. <laughs> and uh, I was like a buck 60 in, in 5'8", like I said. I, I, these are professional athletes playing on a field. There was no kickoffs, right? Yeah. Did they even do field goals? Was there even any field goals there? Yeah, there was field goals. There was, was posts. Was there posts? <laughs> was there a camera crew there at all? Like, I don't even know if this is televised. Yeah, it was televised. Barely. <laughs> I didn't, it just, it seems, I heard it, it was a, a big, a big mess. And uh, I, I, I think, and the part I listened to was the rant at the end that I loved was, now the NFL is just doing this for the money. We know we have fans in Canada. We know we have fans in Mexico City and London and all this. But stick to your soccer. Let let America keep their football. Keep our players here, and you know, come watch it here. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the field operation manager up in Winnipeg. Uh, yeah. Don't ever, don't ever try to have an NFL game up there if you can't. You know, there was two big holes in both end zones where they had the CFL goalposts. So. And they, they knew about this game. They knew this was going to be up in Canada for at least three months, yeah. I think. They, and, oh yeah, they had probably yeah, no longer than that. Yeah, they don't worry about it until the Packers GM and <laughs> president go down on the field and they're like, yo, there's big holes in the end zone. <laughs> we, need to, uh, <laughs> we need to fix it. So they tried filling them with sandbags and doing all kinds of stuff. But Brian Gutekiss was like, nah, we're not, uh, we're not about to play on that. So... <laughs> 
how does yeah, all how, starters. How do they let that happen? I I don't know. I'm I'm surprised they even played. I guess honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I, that, that sounds like something that should happen to the Vikings because I, I, my dad, you know, was, uh, I like to call him a bah humbug Vikings fan because he, uh, but in reality, I've realized he is actually a realist Vikings fan and he's turned me into one. Um, because I ever, you know, exactly. I was growing up. I was always the, the big Vikings, but dad, we're going to do it this year. We're going to win the Super Bowl. And he would laugh a belly laugh every time I said that. And it frustrated me. I'm like, dad, we got Brett Favre. We're going, we're going to go. It's like, no, they're not. I was like, Dad, they actually got a chance this year. They got uh, Adrian Peterson ran for 2,000 yards. No, they're not. Uh, just a repeated crushing of my dreams uh, of the Vikings winning the Super Bowl. But then I realized he wasn't crushing my dreams. He was preparing me for the future uh, of the fact that the Vikings are never going to win a Super Bowl. And it's, it's something I've accepted. I will support the purple until I go into the ground, um, regardless of how they do and continue to do. Um, but to be honest with you, uh, the whole 80-yard thing, it just seems like something's happened to the Vikings, uh, especially, you know, like, like, let me take an example out of my hat. Uh, wide left. Does anybody remember that by chance? Because I surely do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you know, there's just I, – I, I would think that would happen to the Vikings. So I'm actually – I'm kind of counting my lucky stars here that it didn't, you know. So um, – but uh, what about uh, – are you guys – who you would like like a player that you guys are really excited to see? And it can't be Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to let you do it, Tristan. I'm not going to let you do it. It's, it's another – I hate to jump ahead. It's another Aaron. It's Aaron Jones. Mm. I want to see Aaron Jones – and I didn't buy into it right away. I got a couple Packer buddies that, that bought into it. We need to do it. We need to see him more. And I was still kind of on the Rodgers. It's like, let's just gun it out, throw seven touchdowns, get out of here and win. <laughs> you know, make our defense get one stop and outscore everybody. But now, mm-hmm. you know, it's not – Rodgers is getting old. Mm-hmm. It's going to have to get delegated, and it, you're going to have to have a running game. And no one, you're never going to be able to spend enough money to go get a Zeke mm-hmm. while you're paying Rodgers. Yep. We're gonna have to see Aaron Jones light it up, and I I want to see it week week one against the Bears. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I also would like to see him just completely rip the entire NFC North mm-hmm. apart. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, he led the league in yards per carry last year. I think it was five point five or five point seven, one of the two. First in the league for yards per carry. But yeah, if he can stay healthy for a whole year, and Packers have made some good additions up front. A uh, big one with Billy Turner from the Broncos, um, big, fast offensive linemen. So I think they'll be throwing a lot of a lot of running back screens, lots of check downs. But, yeah, if he can stay healthy for the whole season, I have no doubt he could be – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put him in a top five running back conversation. What? Already? You, did, you just said it. One year top five already, big guy? <laughs> top five. Top five. I, it's bold predictions like those that – you know what? I, I just give props to you because I, I'm too scared to say anything anymore because, like, I'll give I'll make a comment about the Vikings defense and I'll get a whole bunch of backlash. You say something and, like, you get, like, seven shares and people love it. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, he has top five potential. I mean, yeah. He has the potential to do it. And he's, I think he's one of my uh, my breakout candidates, him and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, at number – I think he's technically the number three wide receiver behind Geronimo Allison, but Aaron Rodgers has been giving nothing but praise to this kid during mm-hmm. the offseason training camp OTAs. Um, he said he's been super impressed with Marquez's speed, but last year he wasn't able to equate his speed to his play. Mm-hmm. He wasn't able to play as fast as he was. Like, <laughs> if it makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. 
to be able to be fast and play fast are two different things. Mm-hmm. But now I guess he's playing a lot faster, and so I'm super excited to see that. Definitely excited to see the defense. Our number one pick, uh, Rashawn Gary. He played. He played. Uh, I think he played three games this preseason. Not the whole games, but I was pretty upset with what I saw from him. He looked like he was about as easily blocked as anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> but one thing I did. One thing I did notice from him. He is a mon- He's a freak athlete. He was probably the first one. Uh, he was probably across the line of scrimmage before the line, the offensive lineman Tez were even up, ready to block. Mm-hmm. He's just so fast for a guy that big, and I think his big problem is his hands. Uh, he wasn't, you know, slapping the hands away, using the swim moves, so I think <laughs> as, soon as, get, as soon as he gets some good technique down, I think he'll be really good. Um, you know, I was actually really high on Rashawn Gary because you talk about a guy that's athletically gifted. Um, you know, I watched him. I believe he went to Michigan. You know, I was, I was really excited about him. And, um, you know, well, I'm not excited about him because he's going to te- probably terrorize my Vikings offensive line. Um, but, you know, I'm actually excited for him because, you know, I think a lot of people fell asleep on him just because, the, you know, the whole uh, the statistics in college weren't exactly there. But let's look at another Vikings player who, uh, light bulb, I'm wearing his jersey. Daniil Hunter, uh, who only had two sacks his senior year at, at, at LSU, and his first year in the NFL, didn't start a single game, got six sacks. The next year, didn't start a single game again and got 12 more sacks. Um, and then he got promoted and got put ahead of um, Brian Robinson, who I love, by the way. You know, I, I love him catching those bass. But, um, you know, he uh, and then he came back as a year starter, got seven sacks, and this last season finished with 14 and a half sacks. So, um, you know, it doesn't matter what you do in college, and I think that's what people are going to – or one thing people are going to be able to see with, with, with Sean Gary is a guy that, you know, like you said, he's big, he's fast, and I think he's going to uh, make some noise for him. So with that, uh, let's talk about uh, – oh, I'm sorry, I, I totally skipped over you. Did you do you have anybody that you want to talk about? No, I cover well, Aaron Jones. Um, mm, okay. Who did we just trade for? Goodman from the Giants? Yep. Uh, uh, BJ Goodman, he's B- the linebacker from the Giants, yeah. Okay. Um, I'd like to see a little more production out of Blake Martinez, but I'm not going to nitpick. Yeah, I mean, I mean, once he had, he had like over 100 tackles last year, didn't he? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm expecting like 200, though. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I also would like our secondary to be like flawless, too, you know, 16-0, and 0, but... <laughs> like I said, I'm not going to nitpick. Let's uh, just go play one game I'm at a time. Super, I'm super pumped to watch uh, Jair Alexander. Yeah, that'll be fun. Year. He was a stud last year as a rookie. And, yeah. You know, he probably jinxed himself, but a couple <laughs> months ago he said, I'm gonna be, he said, I'm going to be a first-team All-Pro this next year. So, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully you can back that up. I'm pretty excited to watch him. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the uh, the score predictions for the Packers and the Bears. I, I'm going to go with my gut here and say that you both have them winning uh, the ba- uh, the Packers. That is not the Bears. Uh, what uh, can I get a score prediction from either one of you? Uh, you go ahead. I, I I thought about this long and hard. And I think it's going to be an explosion, and I'm going to go. See, I, I have two scores in my head. I, I, I'm going to go 35-31, Packers win. Wow, okay. Um, what about you, big guy? 35-28, Packers. No. <laughs> I say 28 because I think the Bears will get uh, four touchdowns but no field goals because they don't have a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know, I'm actually really excited. That's what, that's what I want to say. I want the Packers to win. I think they could easily put up 30 points. Um I think they can easily put up 40 points any week with Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Aaron Rodgers at his best, 100% healthy. Um, I think he's the most talented quarterback the league's ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not just saying that because I'm a Packers fan. I think I think it's true. I think you take the best traits from all the greatest quarterbacks, put them into one quarterback, and you've got Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Excluding Michael Vick. Okay, Michael Vick was crazy. Excluding like, Michael Vick. Yeah. He doesn't got the legs. Uh-huh. No, uh, very they're above average legs, um, <laughs> but not Michael Vick like. What about his beer chugging skills? Those those aren't exactly above average. <laughs> I almost made a statement there. I hope Bakhtiari did as many workouts as he was chugging beers. <laughs> but I'm a Brewers yeah. fan, so uh, I, I love that they're out there supporting uh, all their teams there in, in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I'm excited to see you know exactly what the uh, you know what what it's going to bring between the Bears and the Packers. Uh, I'm predicting actually. Um, I've got Aaron Rodgers on my fantasy team. I don't think I'm going to start him. I think I'm going to start um, Carson Wentz because I still think that the Bears defense is going to be something something fierce. Because th- I know they did lose Adrian Amos, but they're still a really good defense. And you know, if you look at it, I don't think Aaron Rodgers played the entire preseason, did he? I think yeah. I didn't know I mean, if he got in week four or not. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he. I didn't think he would because I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. You don't really. You don't need to because you're the best quarterback in the NFL. But um, you know, I think that it would be huge he for. Did. He did say it. I did. I've he openly. I've openly admitted that Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and I. I told you, um, Thomas doesn't want to admit that Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Fame quarterback. I know he is. Um, but the thing about Aaron Rodgers is, is you know, the, the last couple of years, I, I questioned a little bit of his greatness. Uh, not, I don't question his talent. Talent-wise, uh, again, uh, if you want somebody that can come in and sling the ball 80 yards, your boy is Aaron Rodgers. If you want a guy that's going to have a little bit of a clutch tra- uh, clutch gene or trait, I, don't, I was going to say uh, drait. I don't know what. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, I just I, it's Aaron Rodgers. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see as far as what happens with him. Uh, I, hope he, I hope he continues to come back because I, there was a couple years ago I got off work. I was actually working at a grocery store. I know, lame, but now I do sports for a living, so it's fun. <laughs> um, anyways, I got done working at a grocery store, and I came home, and it was the Vikings versus the Packers, and it was the first year that the Vikings actually uh, – they took the NFC North Carolina. It was a week before the whole wild left thing. It was, oh, it hurts still. It, literally, my, my eyes water a little bit every time I think about that. But still, they played the Packers, and you want to talk about a slugfest. Well, Aaron Rodgers was still at his best when the Vikings defense was young and upcoming and doing really well. That was one of the funnest games to watch. About. So I'm really excited for the possibility of Aaron Rodgers coming out and slinging against the, the Bears. I just don't know. So I think I've also got Carson Wentz on my bench for fantasy. So I'm thinking about possibly putting him. I don't know who they play, but... Uh, I'm going to possibly put Carson Wentz uh, uh, as a starter. I don't know yet. I have really not decided. I'm really kind of scared because if I leave Aaron Rodgers in and he totally messes me up with this, I spent a high pick on him, and I know I will get nothing but made fun of by Ben Conant because <laughs> the fact that I picked a, a Packers quarterback. But I'd start, I'd start him if I were you. It's, the, it's, it's only uh, one year removed from offense. the comeback. Okay. Yeah, this offense, this, this new offense is completely unscouted. Did you see outfence? <laughs> Okay. We've never seen it before, so okay. You know the Bears, they do have a good defense, but if there's if there's a week that Aaron Rodgers can come out and do what he wants mm-hmm. almost, because the Bears have no film besides what was during the preseason, and even Matt Lafleur said during the preseason they kept it pretty vanilla. They only went like two or three plays into their new playbook. Yeah. So. That being said, I would, uh, if I were you, I'd start Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, if he doesn't score you 25 points, you can just, you have a good excuse. He was the Bears defense, so. Yeah. Um, I, uh, it's been, I, the last time I drafted Aaron Rodgers, 
I think I either no, I got second place. I didn't win it. The year before that, I had Peyton Manning when the when they went to the Super Bowl and won it. I uh, know they lost against the Seahawks. That was the most embarrassing Super Bowl I've ever watched, um, and I actually won it because of that. But um, you know, I'm really looking forward to this. I think this is going to be uh, a really big year for him. You know, um, but as far as the NFL, rest of the NFL games, um, I, I kind of had plans to talk about the rest of these NFL teams, but I I just want to talk about the Vikings and Falcons for now because as a Vikings fan, uh, there's two parts to every Vikings fan. There's the realistic part, and then there's also the dream worthy part. And if Thomas Volt's one of my good buddies said a very I could put this quote on a t-shirt uh, he said that when you're a Vikings fan you prepare for the worst uh, but you hope for the best and you expect the worst but you you hope for the best so I think it's as a Vikings fan you just <laughs> you don't make any predictions you don't go out there you don't go and say that oh the Vikings are gonna win the Super Bowl I'm gonna knock on wood now because I'm that superstitious but it's I just know that the Vikings they, the defense is not my main concern the main concern is if Kirk Cousins uh, and it's not like Kirk Cousins has to score 28 points a game. Like, our Vikings defense, when they, they have, like, a crazy record, they're like, I don't know what it was. It was, like, 42 and, like, 16 when they score 21 points because that defense doesn't let up 21 points that often. So, if all he needs to do, give me three touchdowns in a field goal, big guy. I'm not asking for the world from you. You don't need to come out and throw 50 touchdowns. You don't need to come out and even throw 40. Just give me three touchdowns. That's all I need. You know, I it's, it's just... I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, that's bad. That's probably a fair point. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna give you a score prediction for the Vikings because I'm superstitious. Um, but I, I do have the Vikings winning. I have them going 11-5 this year. Again, that's me uh, saying as you know the big Vikings fan 11-5. But also, I I do not uh, I do not let go of the fact that you know me being a real Vikings fan. Uh, I don't. I don't put them past at some point me being more honest being 6 and 10. I know some people are going to say, Colton, you're a traitor. No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, I'm what a real Vikings fan. I don't get my hopes up uh, because I've, they've been crushed ever since I was about 8 years old. So I just know what it's like to take a physical beating from your favorite team for the last, what, 16 years. So, anywho, uh, I'm not going to make a prediction, but I do think the Vikings will take care of the Falcons at home. Um, I think it'll be uh, I think it'll be a good game. Uh, let's kind of go into here. Um did you guys actually want to talk about some of the other NFL teams? Like maybe what they'll, uh, you know, some other score predictions? I just had some key yeah. games to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we have key games. I, I don't have necessarily predictions, but the games that if, if I ever do get a second to sit out on Sunday that I that I want to watch, Tennessee and Cleveland. Yeah. I'm so ready for Cleveland to be a good team. I, have, I don't care about them. I just feel bad for them. And I think <laughs> they finally got some guys buying into the Cleveland market. And uh, I'll feel more bad for Cleveland than I will for Minnesota any day of my life. <laughs> and I, I think Cleveland deserves this. I want to see them come out and do good. Uh, my other games is L.A. and Carolina. Um, the Giants-Dallas game. Mm-hmm. I want to see if Zeke's going to earn that. Um, I, I think he will. And then the Jacksonville-Kansas City game. Um, I think that's a big game. I know a couple experts have Jacksonville beating Kansas City, which I don't personally, but... Um, I think what that's Gurley is on Jacksonville now, right? Uh, Gurley, I didn't, I didn't know about that. I, I think he is. I, or no, no, no. Who's who am I thinking of? We were talking about Gurley earlier. Um, holy cow, he's a running back, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Leonard Fournette, that's the only really uh, running Leonard back. Fournette, yeah. 
Uh, I expect him. I have heard he's lost a lot of weight, so I'm actually really excited for him to be able to come out and show what he does. Is this true that they also have Rock Thomas? Uh, he was a guy that was uh, on the Vikings, and he uh, experienced some problems with staying off the weed. <laughs> and uh, he couldn't. In other words, he couldn't do it. And he was actually a really good running back. I, I looked at him. Uh, I looked at him a little bit through college. I looked at some of his what he could do. He could catch the football. He could run. Uh, I even followed him a little bit when he was at Jacksonville State. Um, not a lot. But, I mean, he did some good things. But when he couldn't stay off the weed, then the Vikings got Mike Boone back. And he started turning it up. And Dalvin Cook might actually be healthy. So, I mean, he's, uh, you know, I'm just, I don't think he's going to be able to do anything. I don't know if he's actually on the Jaguars. It says that the Jaguars signed him on August 4th, but um, I don't know. I hope, I, w I'm, I wish nothing but the best for the guy. Because, Did they have Alfred Blue, too? Uh, is that, that, that probably sounds about right. That was, uh, he was relevant yeah. 2015 <laughs> with the Texans as a backup. Yeah. I think I drafted him as a fifth string running back one year, and mm -hmm. he got me a point. <laughs> In the loser's bracket. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, they got Alfred Brew. He played a little bit during the preseason. So, hey, you know, you never know. Um, I'm just really excited for Leonard Fournette because I um, I wanted to get him on my other fantasy team. But I just, I, I drafted running backs too late. And now who I, I forgot who I have. But anyway, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be a good year of football. Am I, am I the only one that thinks football took longer this year? Because if I am not the only one, I will eat my words. But it just feels like every year, man, it's like, it's tough. Because you got to be able to balance. You have to, like, find something to do so you don't go nuts. And I don't successfully do that so um no i'm excited for this year uh, i take offense to that as this this is what should have taken <laughs> okay. up most of the okay. summer but okay but but that was only for like a small portion of the summer i'm talking about the other like during the draft process during <laughs> uh, the, before the preseason i i loved covering you know the clum chaos and the winter clum pheasants it was honestly i i to be if i'm being honest i didn't cover like a ton of baseball in college i did a couple stories and wrote a couple of uh you know uh, did a couple videos too but i really wasn't you know like that baseball inclined but doing a full summer of baseball covering amateur baseball was absolutely um it was actually one of the funnest things i've ever t I've done um maybe that tells you a little bit about my life and what i've you know done but uh no honestly it was really fun uh and honestly baseball is i know why it's america's pastime now because uh baseball is one of those sports in my opinion that it can change at any moment it doesn't matter if it's the ninth inning it doesn't matter if it's the second inning anything can happen at any moment when a player is steps up to the plate and he can absolutely change the game. You were the actually the only uh, chaos player that hit a home run last year, and I'm not gonna lie to you. As a friend, I did not expect that. I was like, I thought I thought Ben Conant would, to be honest. Oh, I, I thought he would too. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I think that was my first home run since before. That's my first amateur home run. Okay. So I think six or seven years since my last one. So you had a drought. It's oh, <laughs> I I just bought a little trophy case. It's like one of them. Uh, home run things and you can put your balls in there and i realized i bought like a, a 12 ball case and it's like this is gonna take me i'm gonna have to play 50 more years before i get lucky to fill this completely full oh my god i i never played baseball i did uh we had like i wanted to be like a coach in college but then i decided to graduate just say you know what i'm going on the real world i don't need this and i had to take theory of coaching baseball i learned how to throw sliders and all that jazz but i did not learn how to uh how to bat i literally threw the bat farther than i hit the ball uh just because i'd never played baseball my entire life in custer we didn't have baseball it's some one of my biggest regrets uh but i love baseball now like it's one of the funnest things to cover but um, well, you're hired as a pitching coach now i'm pitching <laughs> well i was looking at it and i can actually uh i can kind of teach because the coach uh it was uh i'm blanking on who it was um but uh he's actually the head coach of uh, dickinson state now but he uh he kind of taught me of you know the whole rotation thing about how it comes off your finger and it's actually really cool but um you know i was uh like i said i love, I love baseball now it's 
it's one of the best things that you can ever, you know, honestly cover. Um, what about you, Tristan? What about NFL games that you're looking at? Was there anything that really stuck out to you or that you're most excited to see? Um, if I'm not watching the Packers, I'll be watching all the Browns games for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I am all aboard that bandwagon. Um, if Aaron Rodgers decides to pull an Andrew Luck and uh, <laughs> call it quits early, then I'll probably I'll get some Browns jerseys, maybe. But, uh, but no, I'm super excited to watch them. I'm I'm bought in. I think they, uh, I don't know, I think I did a little record prediction earlier. I wrote it down. I think I put them at like 10 and 6, which mm-hmm. I thought was, uh, you know, I don't think that's too generous, but no. I, think they, I think it's really doable for them. And I think they can make the playoffs at 10 and 6, mm-hmm. especially in the AFC, because the AFC is kind of trash. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the exception of the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's one game on my calendar that I am super excited for week eight. I think it could potentially be a Super Bowl preview. Green Bay at Kansas City. Ooh. Sunday night football. I'll actually be there. I got tickets. Oh, oh righteous. Um, super stoked. Yeah, and I mean Rogers and the offense, you know, it doesn't even the offense doesn't even matter. Forget that. If Rogers <laughs> can stay healthy, Green Bay the Super Bowl contender every year. That's no secret. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'm super looking forward to that, but I will be watching all the Browns games as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of funny. I'm looking at my, my I'm looking at my fantasy team, and uh, I'm I see three of my players are uh, four of my players on are unquestionable right now. Like, come on! Uh, I got Chris Carson and Philip Lindsay at running back, Julio Jones and Odell at my receivers, and Evan Ingram as my tight end. Give me a break! Can I catch a break? As if I can, I don't know. Anyway, I guess we'll go to it. But no, I'm excited to see the Browns in action. Um, I think that the Browns are going to be one of those teams. Uh, there's there's only going to be two versions of the team. They they remind me a lot of the uh, 2009 Vikings. I know I'm a Vikings fan, uh, so I'm probably only going to ever compare any team to the Vikings. That you know, 2009 the Vikings brought in Brett Favre, and I didn't know how to take it at first. I thought maybe yeah, they'll go eight and eight. They got a good run again. The year before they went at, uh, ten and six actually. So I was like actually expecting them to the playoffs again. And you know the defense didn't get any worse. Adrian Peterson was still best running back in the league. And then they brought in Brett Favre. And do you want to talk about the ultimate letdown? We made it to the NFC Championship game. I did. I cried for two weeks after Brett Favre threw that interception. I'm, not, I'm a grown man. I'm not afraid to admit that. But I cried for two weeks after that. So if, any, if I'm going to compare the Browns to any team, it's going to be the 2009 Vikings. Um, and here's why. I think that they can. They legitimately have a shot to beat any team in the NFL now. The question is, are they going to do it? Um, and I, I don't know. I'm not an NFL expert yet. I haven't been around the, the NFL games a whole lot. I only went to I only went to my first two Vikings games last year. But um, I still think it's going to be really cool, um, really fun to see the because the, they're going to be a fun team. Did you watch like the first drive of of uh, Baker Mayfield in that offense? They, they're fast. And they get the ball out quick. Uh, so getting a sack on these guys is going to be really tough. And that's something that defenses really have to do. If you want to put if you want to put the, the Browns in a position to lose, you've got to get to the quarterback. You've got to get to Baker Mayfield. And then their defense is also stepping up. So uh, I absolutely agree with you guys there. Uh, going to be really, a really fun thing to watch there. Um, I'm also – this is going to be kind of a – there's other two other teams I'm actually kind of excited to talk about. Uh, the Redskins and the Colts. Now, the, the Redskins, because I'm a diehard Minnesota Vikings fan, and I love Adrian Peterson. I don't care how many kids he's beaten – uh, I, I absolutely love Adrian Peterson. Uh, I've loved him ever since. Uh, I'll never forget it. I was uh, it was back in 2007. They were playing the Atlanta Falcons. The truck Tavares Jackson. And if you don't know who Tavares Jackson is, it's because he wasn't that good of an NFL quarterback. Uh, he threw out a swing past Adrian Peterson in the flat, and this dude 
went 60 yards for a touchdown. And ever since then, I followed his career. I followed where he went. I followed how many rushing yards he had. He had 1,000. Ethan, you can you can um, you can look at my computer now. I don't have any Viking stats open. He had 1,341 rushing yards in his rookie year. 12 touchdowns. Uh, 19 catches for 268 yards. The dude balled out. He came back next year and ran for over 1,760 yards on 348 carries. I know this dude in and out like i can probably tell you where he lived as a kid but you know he uh i'm excited to see how he'll do this he's like what 34 now and he's uh i think he ran for a thousand yards last year as a guy that's like 33 he busted a 90 yard touchdown run yeah. in one of the games i don't remember who it was against i'm blanking on that but i'm telling you that's what my dad always used to give me crap about too. he'd be like yeah you can remember you know how many adrian how many yards adrian peterson ran for the other night but you can't remember to do your math homework <laughs> and i resent that comment because i graduated cum laude and i i'm somewhat smart i'm not a total Nimrod. So, um, and then the Colts as well. I think there's a lot of questions surrounding Andrew Luck and his whole uh, bravado that he's going to give off this season. So, I think it's going to be interesting. I think you're going to look at a guy like Jacoby Brissett. And I told you this on the last podcast. Jacoby Brissett doesn't need to do anything special. His defense is getting better. His offensive line is, is pretty good. Uh, I think they got what Marlon Mack in the backfield or something like that. Marlon Brown. I don't remember his name. He's a good running back. Uh, he, he showed me against the Texans last year that he can run the ball pretty effectively. So. If I am if I'm the Colts head coach, I think it's Chuck Pagano. Yep. If I'm the uh the, the Colts head coach, I just tell him I take him into a room, to probably a padded room so I don't lose my you know, my mind, and tell him, Hey, listen, big guy, all you gotta do, throw a couple touchdown passes here and there, we'll give the ball off to Marlon Mack, and we'll be in the Super Bowl for you can say pass the peas, okay? You don't need Is to be an engine. Uh, maybe I don't know. I d I don't even know who I that. thought it was Frank Reich. Right. Uh Right, might be the offensive coordinator. I don't, know. I don't know. Anyway, all I know is that, you know, you got to be able to just not – your job as Jacoby Brissett is to not screw anything up. Uh, that's literally it. Um, and I'm actually looking it up right now. Colts head coach. I think it's still Chuck. Oh, it is Frank Reich. Wow, I was – I missed on that one. Oh, well. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. Uh, get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm out. I got Ch- the Colts going – I think they could go 11-5. and five. That's what I put them at. Oh, really? You know Andrew Luck retired? <laughs> 11 and 5 and you know Andrew Luck retired? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to ask what you're smoking yeah. because we're on air. So, uh no, I'm just kidding. No. Um so, uh let's see. Yeah, we did we got score predictions. Let's talk a little bit about college football. This is going to be uh, something interesting. And Ethan, you can probably vouch for this. Um Jalen Hurts might actually like prove some people wrong this year. Yeah. I think with what he had, like, what, six total touchdowns? Um, and it wasn't like he was playing the best football team in the country, but I, I'm pretty excited about what this dude did. Uh, and I was I really liked it because I'm a guy – I am I love an underdog story. Like, I, if I'm being honest, I was told I would never play college football. I would never do all this stuff. Uh, I love a good comeback story about how, you know, p- proving people wrong. So I think that this – I think Jalen Hurts can actually come out and do, um, do really well. I think he can actually be a guy that – you look at and hope that he can do uh, probably anywhere from 30 to 45 touchdown passes this next coming year. He's still athletic, um, but Tua is obviously still the quarterback to be. What did you notice from college football? Uh, first and foremost, what I noticed was uh, Duke football shutting out Alabama for a whole quarter. <laughs> I didn't get to watch it. I watched the second half. Uh, I was at the Labor Day Carnival and, and mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff going on. Um, but I, I, I was watching a little bit on my phone. And uh, I don't, I don't know. I think Clemson's gonna walk away with the title this year because Duke football is shutting you out for a quarter, and you're supposed to be one of the best in the nation. I don't yeah. know. Given Duke <laughs> football's turned around a lot since 2000, early 2000s, but yeah. uh, 
I I think the ACC is still going to be the dominant program. Clemson obviously uh, has came off. Florida State's fallen off the map a little bit, um, but you still you know even North Carolina's turned in from a football or a basketball school into a football school a little bit. Yeah. Um, they had a couple down years, but I, I think Clemson's going to be the team to beat. Yeah. Um, for me again, Jalen Hurts was the guy that I was really looking at. Um, and then it was, uh, I'm actually bringing up college football scores here because there was one team. Uh, I was actually surprised Nebraska won. Uh, you know, Nash Hutchack, uh, Hutchmacker, a guy that I actually you know. I um, I know uh, one of my Lipton buddies actually is really good friends with him. But uh, I'm excited to see what he'll do at Nebraska, by the way. But Nebraska actually came out with a win against South Alabama. Granted, that's not the most impressive thing you're going to see. But uh, my a lot I know a lot of my buddies, John Clute, one of them, I played with him in college football. He will <laughs> tell you up and down that uh, Nebraska is the stuff. He'll say, go Big Red until he can't walk anymore. So, um, you know, not a lot of shocks in week one. Uh, I still think, like you said, Clemson. Trevor Lawrence, I felt like he was like, made in like almost like a, a lab like literally like he was like the conveyor belt okay great arm yes great hair yes okay <laughs> charisma yes like just the next station every time like he has it all like i'm pretty sure like every girl every time a girl looks at him they, they they just i don't know they go sullivan just because they look at the guy and just like he's a dreamboat yeah we get it he's good at football and he's got great hair but yeah, he's got, probably got everything going for him, to be honest with you. So I can't talk bad about him. But I'm really excited to see what Clemson will do this year. Um, and I, I, uh, Nick Saban is a great coach, uh, but I don't know if his team maybe just came out a little flat in week one or what the dealio was. But uh, like he said, like even Wilbur said, to come out against them, uh, you know, and, and, uh, and should be shut out, almost shut out uh, for two quarters by them was pretty, uh, I don't know, man. You gotta, you got to look at, be honest with yourself and see what they can do. But, you know, again, Oklahoma again came through with a big win. Um, but you can't, um, again, you can't look at that and, and get too charisma about it or whatever you want, however you want to put it. But um, <laughs> still, Alabama did beat Duke 42-3. to They almost <laughs> covered the spread. I think it was 33 and a half. And we, we almost got it. We got that field going. We lost Daniel Jones, okay. who will have the starting job in uh, in New York. Whoa, that's a break. That's a bold pit. He will have the starting job in New York. I'd say by midseason, week eight. Okay, I like that. Uh, New York fans I, went ballistic. I was. I'm, I don't know if that'll mess up. No, your no, audio, no but they went ballistic over Daniel Jones. He was getting booed, they, and then now. It's been a 180 because they didn't understand what Daniel Jones is bringing to the table. No one thought he was the NFL caliber quarterback that he was going to be. He came in. I don't remember what the stat was off the top of my head, but he has been one of the better uh, preseason quarterbacks to ever. I don't. Know, I think it was might have been passer rating um, coming out there, and he, he he's did what he's asked so far in New York. Mm-hmm. And I. Spoil for the win this preseason. Bring back Matt Flynn. That's all I got to say. Uh-huh. Um, you know, to be honest with you, though, I felt like um, I, I wronged Daniel Jones. I really did. I was like every other st- uh, spectacle, and I was like every other spectator. You know, I'll, my girlfriend will announce this. Uh, you know, listen, again, if you're, if you're listening, I love you, and uh, get to bed early. Um, <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I was a guy that looked at um, looked at everything that he did during the preseason and before that I was uh I didn't think he was going to do that well either I really didn't think he was going to be this good during the preseason but you know during the preseason two touchdowns 30 uh, 29 of 34 for 416 yards had over a 137 quarterback rating I I mean yeah nobody knew because I'm the only guy in the entire Midwest region of the United States that <laughs> watched Duke football 
Yeah, I uh, I didn't. Nobody watched Duke football. I'm sorry, they didn't. Um, you know, I was I was I I hated on the guy. You know, I said I don't think he's got. I don't know why he looks like a Christian Ponder pick. Yes, I used <laughs> Christian Ponder in a sentence, uh, and the Vikings fans now painful. But I used Christian Ponder as an example because everybody thought that the Vikings reached for Christian Ponder when they selected him. I think it was the 11th or 12th overall pick back in like 2011. So I, I used that. Um, and my, my, again, my girlfriend will uh, vouch for this. I admit when I'm wrong. Uh, I was wrong about Daniel Jones, it looks like. Um, if he comes out, he doesn't need to necessarily be a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he's he's a good quarterback. It's going to take a lot to get Eli out of there. Yeah. And I, whether it's him getting hurt or whatever it is, week eight, mark my words, I was a Christian Ponder fan. He came out of Florida State. Yep. I was Frat devastated. Boy. And so was Dalvin Cook. Yep. Two, yep. You know, I watch a lot of ACC uh, action, mm-hmm. and I'm absolutely devastated when I see – Great backs come out of there, and I have to go be like, well, see you later. I never want to see you again. <laughs> so. Ugh. How do you think we feel? Dude, he's been injured like the first like the first two seasons. He played maybe 16 games. If he can stay out there for a full 16-game season, I think he can rush for 1,500 yards. I really do. I think that's how much of a talent he has. Like, and maybe you've, you've watched a little bit of him. Is it just me, or does his legs never stop? Like, literally, his legs, there'll be four guys on him, and he's still keeping his legs moving. Like, I don't know. It's just something I've noticed. But uh, absolutely insane. He's yeah. a heck of an athlete. His legs are like tree trunks. Not as good as Saquon, so we'll give, we'll give that, you know, we'll preface that by saying that, but um, you know, I still think that uh, again, this is gonna be fun year. I'm just so excited. Football's here. Like, I, I remember waking up during the summer a couple mornings and waking up and looking at the sunrise. I'd just be like, <sighs> just trying to gather my thoughts because football wasn't here yet, but it is here now. So I can I can calm down a little bit. Uh, and it's something that it just took too long. I think and I, th- I don't remember who said this. I think my dad said it. God has got a Six sense of humor sometimes because he kept you know, he gives you the draft he gives you the preseason he gives you all these fake signings and everything until finally football season comes here and then you're exactly you know you're you're happy to be here but um, uh, no I think that's uh, you know we kind of covered everything as far as college football I mean big those, game next week uh, Texas A&M mm-hmm. goes to Clemson I believe it's in Clemson mm-hmm. number twelve number one okay also watch big upset. You uh, USD Coyotes <laughs> gonna take down number four Oklahoma Sooners. <laughs> oh my God. They might cover the spread of a thousand points. <laughs> you think Jalen Hurts <laughs> isn't gonna throw eight touchdowns against that USD squad? It's because they don't have their dome this year. Is it? Wait, is USD? Uh, is it at USD? No, no. <laughs> I would be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Tristan's gonna get to. Yeah, Tristan's gonna get his opportunity to watch a little bit of Jalen Hurts, you know, throw, uh, throw all over the USD squad. I'm kidding. I don't know what's gonna happen, but uh, why would you schedule a game against Oklahoma? Like, I don't know what you're thinking. They played Duke in basketball uh, but last I, year. Again, I know I saw that too, and I was just like, I actually got uh, uh, old, uh, old football coach Andy Carter. You played for him too at yep. PC. Uh, I think he's up at USD right now, and I think he's doing. Uh, assistant athletic director or something like that you know big shout out to him but uh you know yeah that's gonna be a big game i didn't know that uh i don't i mean i'm not the biggest college football fan so i'm gonna I'm, i'll look out for that score because if it gets to triple digits i'll stop caring about it but i think uh upset alert. Upset. <laughs> a big shout out to the uh the pac 12 mm-hmm. um because that's what makes my nights worth staying up when you go to bed and you know i, I work at the jail here in town sometimes and i get off 10 o'clock and you go lift and especially basketball, but sometimes football, Pac-12 is always there. When you're tired and mad and you're just laying in bed and you don't want to do anything, it's like, yes, the Pac-12 saves me. Yeah. 
Um, I can't listen to Bill Walton though. I oh I can't stand Bill Walton, so I have to watch Pac-12 basketball on mute. Uh huh. Okay. All right. There's a I there's a couple times like his voice like they'll hit a three. He'd be like, hey, it's a three. Like sometimes I like it, but like most of the time when I'm watching Duke basketball, I'm an avid Duke fan. I'm not the biggest you know Duke fan to ever come out, but I mean I've watched him ever since. Uh, Jeez, uh, probably 12 years old. Uh, probably about those John Shire, Kyle Singler days. Um, that's when I really started because my dad's like, yeah, Duke is the, that was my stepdad at the time. Duke is the team to watch. So I watched so he wouldn't beat me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, no, I, I started watching Duke. And uh, just to go, uh, fun, uh, I mean, it's Duke. I mean, obviously, it's one of the best countries. Uh, but do you think, or one of the best countries, one of the best basketball programs in the country, do you think that they could, they got to win nationally? A natty, a natty this year to kind of, I don't know, like make hit Coach K's. His legacy not be so awful? I don't think – they don't need to win. Uh-huh. I think Coach K's legacy is far past what Duke basketball has created. Yeah. You know, gold medalist I think maybe twice. Yeah. I know one for sure, maybe twice. He's turned down numerous offers from the Lakers, thank goodness. <laughs> um, That's my team. I love the Lakers. Come uh, on. Um, oh. I think what he's done just as a human mm-hmm. cements <laughs> what he – his legacy is, you know. Oh. Um, I'll, I'll remember, I, I dig a little bit deeper into Duke basketball, but I'll remember, you know, the championships are great, but what he does for the program itself and basketball in general is much bigger than what his legacy will probably show and what people remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it'd be nice if he can get like three or four more championships before he's gone. <laughs> um, he's been there for like, what, 28 years? Oh, yeah, it's Duke's been a long time. hundred and... It's been he's been there for over a fourth of the history of Duke basketball, which is insane. You can't see that yeah, anymore. Absolutely. Um, so he has a good ten years left in him. I think it would be nice. I think the Jones kid's gonna need a title to justify his staying back. Yeah. Um, which will only you know, it's gonna prep him a little bit better for yeah. for uh, the NBA and everything. But I'm sad that we went to the one and done system, unfortunately. But. You have to buy in because Calipari did it. So yeah. <laughs> so four titles though. I mean, that's a lot of titles in ten years. He's like sixty. I think he can do it. Okay. I, I if I was in his position, I'd get maybe one, two more titles, and I am Gonzo. I am buying my own island, and I'm never talking to anybody ever again. <laughs> like I am gonna go fish for the rest of my life, not care what anybody says about me, and. I'm the, I'm the winningest basketball coach in all of college basketball. Like, I, I don't need to say anything else because I'm I'm Coach K. I might I might though. This might be a little extreme. I would get if I was Coach K. I would uh, I'd get like a gigantic. I'd either get it be either a tattoo or an iron, like a like get a brand and just put Coach K, the K on my chest. I don't know. Probably a tattoo just because of Coach K. That way they can identify the body. You know when I do pass away. But you know I mean it's Coach K. You don't need to say anything else. But. Um, no, I'm like, I was trying to figure out when his last contract. I thought he just signed. They should recite it. I thought he just signed one a year ago. I want to say for five years, but I, I can't. I can't say for sure, and I can't find it. But uh, mm-hmm. I know it was a pretty big contract. So I hope he's mm-hmm. another contract extension. Mm-hmm. Seal it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'll do without Coach K. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tristan, you know, man, what are you excited for most this year as far as sports goes? I'm not a big college football guy, unfortunately. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, how, how are you guys this big uh, NFL players and you don't, <laughs> you don't, oh. 
Okay, college football I, is the true football. I watch. I watch it. I mean, I played college football. I was lucky enough to play college football. You did too. But uh, I was. You know, I was. I made sure that I watched a little bit of it. I keep up. I'm not. I'm not a noob. I, I keep up with the news. I watch some highlights. Like, uh, but I don't go out there and watch every game. Like, and this is something I noticed with the Columbus Cowboys too. Is every fan. It's like it's like fight or die. Like you go to every game, you support everything just because it's just how it is down here. That's all the, that's all you got is football, baseball, your sports, supporting your high school teams and everything. I, I don't go to every game. I don't watch every game about college football. I don't just because I my my schedule is uh, is absolutely swamped. But um, I do what I can and and like I said though, I'm not like so focused on college football, you know, like like creepily <laughs> fascinated with college football. Hopefully, hopefully that doesn't get made into like a meme or something. That would be awful. Um, yeah, um, the same. I watch. I see the news headlines. I watch the highlights from some big games. Like I watched the Oklahoma highlights, and you know, I hope I hope Jalen Hurts wins the Heisman. Mm -hmm. I really hope he does. It'd be it'd be incredible to see Baker, Kyler, and then Jalen Hurts win yeah. three straight years. I would, I would probably try to get myself in shape and go play quarterback for Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> because I could probably win the Heisman. <laughs> Dude, I noticed. Uh, that was funny. I think the first time I ever actually met Tristan, uh, you know, this is kind of a sneak peek for a little bit of our fans a little bit. Uh, we, I think uh, w I was roommates with one of his best friends from high school, Travis Barton. Big shout out, big guy. I know you're out there. I swatted him. He's six foot five, and he played – uh, he played for PC basketball. I swatted him. Tristan's a witness. I, I swatted him when we were playing an open gym once. And, uh, oh yeah, it was like the single greatest basketball highlight I've ever had. Like that's it. <laughs> I, I just wanted to hang him up after that because I swatted a guy that was six foot five and could dunk on me. So, um, but you know, Travis, uh, he was one of, uh, excuse me, Tristan was one of Travis's best friends in high school. He brought him over one weekend and I believe Tristan bought pizza for us all weekend. So I was pretty happy about that. But, uh, yeah. I got some dumb. I was it was. Oh yeah. And then we went to a PC basketball game and we watched. Uh, I think it was Donnell Minton and uh, Elijah Valdez both score like forty that night, and we still yeah. lost. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that was kind of that was kind of it for us. But you no, know, I've I've known Trist a while as far as uh, as far as sports. I didn't. I knew he didn't. I didn't think you'd follow college uh, football that much. But um, who, who's your college uh, uh, f basketball team, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I, He's gonna have an aneurysm. I'm I am. I'm. I'm getting mad now. <laughs> okay. I don't really. Uh, I don't really watch any. Um, like I don't tentatively watch any college sports until it comes to postseason. Mm -hmm. um, when it's postseason, I, I try to watch as many of the games as I can, yeah. uh, basketball and football. But uh, you know, I don't really have a favorite team. Um, if I were to like, if I had to pick a favorite college basketball team i probably pick wisconsin mm -hmm. because because uh, i like the packers but uh <laughs> and i want to move to wisconsin someday so um yeah i've watched i watched them when they were in the tournament a couple years ago uh yeah, i don't know yeah i'm not a big college sports guy i'm trying to do better at it i'm trying to do better watching games staying up to date on what's going on so uh hopefully um i can participate in this talk the next time we have this talk <laughs> Yeah, I know. We thought, I thought we were gonna left you out. I was like, yeah, we're gonna we need to get Tristan, but we gotta get a close back in here. So, what are you lo looking forward to? We interrupted you. What, what, yeah. What are you looking forward to? NFL. <laughs> start, uh, 
the Packers Super Bowl. The Packers Super Bowl. Oh my god. Okay. I gotta squash this bug while I can. I don't know that the Packers aren't going to win a Super Bowl, but I know that if if the Bears are the Vikings Okay, more more the Bears. Okay, not the Vikings, because I don't know. I, I have them going eleven and five, but that's me doing the opposite of what I said and hoping for the best, but not preparing for the worst. I don't know. It's a it's all science when you're a Vikings fan. But I I don't know. It's gonna be something, but um I'm Tristan, that's the last time I'm going to interrupt you. Tell me what you are most excited for for the football season. I am most excited to see the Chicago Bears take a step back this year. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it'll happen. Um, yeah, I do too. We've seen, we've seen really good defenses break out in one year, like Jacksonville's did. Uh, Jacksonville's defense did a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. um, the next year, they were almost irrelevant. Mm -hmm. uh, the Seahawks, great defense. They don't, that only lasted a couple years. I don't... I don't know. I don't think they'll take a big step back, but I do think losing Adrian Amos. Yeah, that's a big uh, loss. And adding, they did add Ha Ha Clinton Dix, which was uh, a whole upgrade at safety because Ha Ha can't tackle. Very well. <laughs> but uh, his ball skills aren't very good, I don't think either. I think Adrian Amos is the better safety. So I think they got the short end of the stick there. But I think it all hangs on their offense. Um, I think. Mitch Trubisky is, I don't know. I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sold on him. I don't think he's going to be good enough to take Chicago very deep into the playoffs ever. Yep. Um, but that's just what I think about Mitch Trubisky. I don't think he's very good. He can't throw to his left. Uh, <laughs> that's a pretty well-known fact. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm most excited to... Uh, uh, speaking about the Packers, like I'm most excited this year to see how, especially tomorrow night, to see how Aaron Rodgers and Matt Lafleur interact with each other, mm -hmm. um, going in and out of the huddle, um, just to see uh, how their communication looks. Because for the last ten years, you would see Mike McCarthy calling a play, you'd see Aaron Rodgers give him a glare. Like, <laughs> really? That one? Like we ran this one the last third and ten for the last five years. But all right, we'll run it. Yeah. So, uh, and then after the play, you'd see Rodgers screaming at my head. <laughs> so, um, uh, so far, the booth is Roger greatly. He even referred to them as good friends. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know if that's going to be a good thing or a bad thing because friends fight more than colleagues do. Yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah. It, could, it could be either really good or really bad. I'm just excited to see how it all uh, unfolds. unfolds. I think Aaron Rodgers has a lot more wisdom of the game than Matt LaFleur does. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just – I'm super excited to see this season. I'm also super excited to watch the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, Carson I, Wentz uh, better not make me regret it in fantasy. That's all I'm saying. Stay no, healthy, I please. I have him on my bench, actually. I, I drafted, do, too. I got pretty greedy and drafted Patrick Mahomes in the third round, Ooh. I think, just so I could get him. Yeah. I uh, got Carson Wentz in, like, the sixth or seventh round. But, mm. uh – yeah, it's, I, I really, really hope he can stay healthy. He's been injured. I think he's been in the league for four years. He's been hurt every year. Yeah. And the only time he was 100% healthy, he only played, what, 13 games and probably should have still won the MVP of the league. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, super excited to watch the Eagles. I think they have the best roster in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very excited. It's going to be a very fun year. I think there's going to be a lot of teams that are looking at an 11-5 and five or better record this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, uh, there was actually, I'm trying to look it up, but uh, I played with a guy that, um, his name was Jay Liggins. He was a part of the Eagles squad. Um, 
and they I'm trying to see if they actually released him um, because uh, he was uh, he was a guy that actually did really well um, and he I'll never forget and this is uh, at PC there was one guy Logan Weiser who scored all like all of our points he was the dude you know and um, he got mossed by Jay Liggins who went to sign with the Eagles I will never forget that it happened right in front of me like I was <laughs> I was getting ready to go on defense because I felt like we we're gonna go three and out no offense to our PC offense, but you guys didn't score that game, so I can say that. Um, literally have right in front of me. He jumps up, mosses it with three fingers, and comes down with it. I, I look at one of my buddies to the right, and I was like, well, I guess we're up. <laughs> and uh, I went on a defense, and they wanted to score the next play. And uh, it was – I just couldn't believe it. Um, it was absolutely incredible. I just – I'll never forget that play as long as I live, and I think he made it. I'm not sure. Um, I hope he did. I think that would be really cool. Um, uh, my thing, it's looking like he did. Um Oh wait, maybe nope. They said they waived him. Still, dude played in the NFL, and he's you know they waived him. But still, I get to say that I played against him. I got I got actually got to go to the NFL. But anyway, um, no. Again, really excited about the NFL season this year. Um, you know, thank you guys for joining us. Did you guys have anything else you want to add? I got, I got two things, Tristan. I want to ask you, how do you feel about Mike Daniels leaving? Mike Daniels? Yeah. Uh, didn't, it didn't really surprise me, honestly. Uh, I loved Mike Daniels, so I'm I'm kind of I'm mad about it. I loved him too. He was actually my dad's favorite player, I think, besides Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, when you look at uh, Mike Patton's scheme and the guys that it's looking like he likes to keep, is it's not big bowling ball guys like Mike Daniels. It's, it's really versatile, uh, more athletic linebacker types um, like Lancaster, Dean Lowry. They're not, they're not very big guys. So Mike Daniels, he didn't really seem like a guy who could move around a lot, very athletic. He, he just looked like a guy that would uh, plug a hole in the middle, yep. which is, I don't think, I don't think it fits Patton's scheme at all. So, I mean, um, Patton, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. Daniels would have definitely been a misfit in Mike Patton's defensive scheme <laughs> because he's so much different than all the other defensive question i just wanted to go on record this is in recording we're gonna go seven and three into the bye week week 11 oh my god with losses to philadelphia kansas city la unfortunately i don't want to lose it all we're gonna go 11 and five roll into the playoffs okay apparently everyone's going 11 and five this year and i'm okay <laughs> with it but i just wanted that actually uh i put him at 12 and four i just wanted it on the record okay all right yeah on the record i put him at 12 and four i think those the Cowboys in week five, even though Aaron Rodgers literally owns Jerry World every time he plays there, I think he might actually finally lose a game there. Uh-huh. Um, they'll probably lose to the Chiefs in week eight. Um, I also think they'll lose to the Chargers in week nine. Mm-hmm. And I think even though the Packers will beat the Bears tomorrow night, I think the Bears will beat the Packers in week 16 in Lambeau. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. That, you know what? 
Uh, I think that's enough for now. I appreciate you guys. You guys got a lot of great predictions in there, and we'll we'll definitely go ahead and we'll cut those out just to make sure that you guys can get those out. Because uh, and I don't want you guys to be be snubbed in any way. <laughs> um, but Ethan, you know, man, it's been great to have you on. Uh, definitely always welcome to come back on. Um, and uh, you know, it's really fun. Um, you can follow Evolves. Make sure to follow the Clum Chaos on Twitter. Um, he's representing here again today. Uh, what are the kind of follow you at on Twitter? Uh, I think it's evobes40. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm um, going to make sure to give him a follow. Um, you know, we're actually coming up with our T-shirts pretty soon. Uh, Tristan did a great job of designing those. We got a lot of votes, a lot of feedback on those. So we'll be getting those out. And uh, I'm happy to say you'll be getting a free T-shirt because you're on the show. Um, so uh, yeah, I think it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yours is free. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. But, um, nope, we got to thank everybody again for joining us. You know, great show. Uh, uh, just a lot of great, got a lot of great knowledge here. So, uh, with that, uh, I'm just going to say good night and uh, thanks everybody for joining us.